They'll check it out. There's a whole new generation of young people today who belong nowhere. But I prefer to be now cast. Third culture kids where the concept of the dukan is the, the corner shop or the top uh, We are live outside. Hey, yo, what's up, people? What up, nation? It's a revolution of expression. You tuned in to the dukan show. Stay tuned in. Arab digital generation is shaping our identity, their creative expression, and their future. So please give a very warm welcome. Welcome to your tribe. Oh, okay. And I would also like to talk about this guru universe. Because when I was, when I was, I had, to, I was forced to lie down for a bit and I had to watch TV, like cable TV, <laughs> cable, <laughs> cable TV. And they had this health and wellness channel where Tony Robbins, I am not your guru that like, right. uh, this brand of American motivational speaking guru thing is crazy to me. It's so huge and head like it's like the brand of success and people pay ten yeah. thousand dollars. It's a cult to go. Yeah, and I know people. It's not right. like I don't. I well, I didn't see them in the in the documentary, but like no, I know people as well that have not only been but like spend extensive amount of money on those things, right? To not only attend these conferences or pay for the full experience, but also would want to be part of the newsletter and buy the books and buy the documentaries and would pay to access like exclusive video footage of yeah. different things. And I'm, I'm not into it. <laughs> I'm torn because I believe it helps people. I believe there are people that are totally being helped yeah. by this content. And I believe that there are people that need to hear some of the things that he's saying. But this is a media pipeline oh, for, for sure. cash, right? Yeah. And I, this is where I, I like financial gurus online. Th this whole world of guru thing fascinates me because the people that I admire do not post what they do online. They don't want you to invest in the same right. things they're investing. They yeah. don't want you to know. Like literally, they don't want you to know. <laughs> like, But that's… An, the, the, so this is where the conflict comes to me, right? I, I understand the benefits of them. Of some of them. I understand why people would follow Gary Vee and why people would pay a lot of money to access, you know, Tony Robbins' content and his books. But also, it's such muddied waters. There's right. no clarity in it, right? And this is where the contrast is because… Uh, well, not the contrast, where the conflict, sorry, is. Because you also have those same people also end up being so obsessed that they get caught up in it. And it stops being about you, but rather this endorphin hit that you get from being in that workshop or accessing this right. information. This Jesus complex thing, Exactly. Right? And then it becomes a new addiction. Like I remember when COVID first started, we were trying to figure out how we're going to record our shows online. And this was like before Zoom became the, <laughs> became the platform for everybody. But like I was looking around and just researching and I came across this post of like behind the scenes of what Tony Robbins is doing. Right? And it's in, it's in his mansion and he's facing this. I remember, remember that. He had a massive screen huge. set up. It like, looked it's like, like minority the size of a wall. Yeah, it was the right? size of a wall with everyone zoom. All the in. zoom. And he had an entire crew of like five, six camera crew in his mansion filming him. Yeah, but also right? people are paying 10 to 5, 5, 5 10, 2,500 dollars. Exactly. To like, so it facilitates that. Yeah, right? to actually get the Tony Robbins experience. And I am yet. To to find and maybe it's just you know my network is limited but for anybody listening out there please feel free to reach out and tell me about this but I'm yet to find somebody who's been through it and has found 
umpteenth X success in life. Uh, okay, so right? I may not. So I know I know multiple people who've gone through it. Okay. Some of whom fly to wherever it is, wherever the retreats are every year or where whatever. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not abreast on what the. I'm not. I've not kept abreast on what they're called. But like they they have these events every year, and I can say financially they're not there. That's not. Right. But emotionally and and uh, psychologically they have had breakthroughs. Okay. So that's good because I feel like sometimes they prey on that weakness. Right, right, right. But I can tell you, I can tell you, yes, I'm looking, I'm and my friends who are listening to the show, you'll know who I'm talking about. They have had true breakthroughs as in like I'm leaving my husband because he is abusive. This this language of whatever they felt was not good enough for them for a while. This one, you know, one of my friends, she like, and she listens to our show, so she knows I'm talking about her. I saw a dramatic change in her, which That's was good. I'm worth, uh, I'm worthy. Was right. really all that and came out it of it. And then it stops, or she's still going. No, back she's still to pay going for those. Sex. No, she still goes back. So, I think it's just a part of her therapy. Okay. Right, uh, and and I I I get that. It's the modality of how she feeds her the good parts of herself. Right. Um, but there's so many people that go for the the financial part of it. I haven't met anyone that has like 10x yeah. their finances. No, uh, that's the thing. I haven't seen the financial success. I haven't seen a uh, success. Like, for example, your friend, I understand that's part of her modality for health. But like, okay, where do, when do you stop then? Maybe you don't. Because that that's then what they've done is created a dependency a subscription. Exactly. It's yeah. a subscription Let's dependency for is. your mental health, right? Right. Which I'm not… Look, if it helps you, which it does… Like, so this is why I don't want to vilify the whole thing. I'm just extremely confused about… But you have to see, there are tens of thousands of people. Yeah. It's not just like one like group of 25 no. people with intensive courses. They're broken out into yeah. teams that have been doing this for like… Some, some team leaders have been doing this for like… 11 or 12 right. years, like, and, right? And it extends to other disciplines as well. Like, yeah. what's his face from hot yoga? Um, Bikram. Bikram. Okay. <laughs> like, that, I'm, that was part of it. And I remember you stopped going to I hot yoga because so of it. I am so sad about Bikram because… Okay. Well, I, I first picked up Bikram yoga in 2007. And I was in the Philippines and they had said, hey, you know, I was doing volunteer work there. And they said, there's this yoga, it's, it's power yoga, like it's hot yoga, you're going to really like it. So me and the girls that I was uh, on an internship with, we went together. And the practice is fantastic. It is healing. It is aggressive. In, it's like… Um, right. I, until this day, like now I have to heal. I want to go to Bikram yoga. I will do yoga outside in the, in the 40 degree heat. Because it's taught me to replicate, this, the to replicate the experience, though it's not truly replicated. When this documentary came out about, so there was actually a yoga studio that opened up here in Dubai in 2010, I believe, 2012, sorry. And the, the lady who opened it, so the Bikram yoga industry, right, is actually a franchise model on steroids. Mm. You cannot say you you cannot say the script that he has built into like the practice without paying him money. You can't put the Bikram Yoga name up without paying him money. So this lady opened a salon. Yeah, like to, opened to, a to put it into context, yeah. it's like you're taking McDonald's. Not even if you're t you're taking like church prayers or you're taking like you know average Islamic prayers. 
putting a subscription dollar against IP it for every it. mosque or every church around the world. Right. That was going to have to pay royalties to use that. To a person. To one person. Right. And that is really wrong to me. Yeah. Right. However, I didn't know any of this in 2007 or sorry, whenever I first started. Yeah, I think it was 07. And I just loved the practice. I thought it was, I felt it changed my life. And I was so into it. And when I went back to Canada, I found a Bikram Yoga place. I, I practiced there for, I would say, I practiced for nine months, you know? And then this whole thing started to trickle out. This, this, it's, it's a, the leadership is, um, you know, bad. They, they sexually assault, women have been sexually assaulted. And I stopped because I cannot put my money into a place where knowingly it filters back into someone's pocket who's hurting yeah. people. And when the documentary only came out like a couple la- years, a back. Couple yeah. years yeah. back, I'm not sure. I saw it last year. When I saw it last year, I was so sad because it was it, what was heartbreaking to me was that he took something that is so intrinsic to human health. Right. Codified it in a business uh, yeah. unethical way and then used it to spread it through the world, right? And then the money filters back into his pocket. This person. He's still practicing today, by the way. Yeah. I've he's heard. not, you know, yeah. I am and, so conflicted and angry about this. Yeah, but also like for me, it, it doesn't all just end with people like him. But like, um, what's his name? The one with the podcast. Um, people listen to him for like mental health as well. He's a, a podcast guru. The one during COVID that was caught, um, people found out that he was, well, not even paraphrasing, he's stealing other people's quotes. Jay Shetty. Yes. Okay. Steals so, other people's work and puts his name on it. So Jay Shetty, if it wasn't for that girl who got into a car accident, I I, yeah. I think we should link her in the… In yeah, the, we'll in link the, her stuff in the show notes. I, I watched every single one of her videos and I, I when I found her, I was like, no, nah, what she's saying isn't true. So basically the story is, it was the middle of COVID and I was in a YouTube… Rabbit hole is an understatement. I was in hours of just watching… You are Alice of YouTube. I, I was the Alice in Wonderland of YouTube. And I just left it running on the television. I would cook and do all kinds of stuff. And this lady said she had got into an accident, a motorcycle accident or car accident of some sort. And she was rehabbing. And she said, what do you do when you're rehabbing? You watch every self-help Which, video. By the way, the same experience as Mo Rahman's. Exactly. It's the exact same yeah. experience as Mo Rahman's. So… He like they're rehabbing. They're watching every self-help video you can possibly find because this person has the drive to get better. Yeah. Even though they feel depressed in that moment, when you go to these videos, you're seeking help. And so she began to watch all of them, and then she realized when she came across Jay Shetty's videos, or and his and his quotes and everything. Oh, I know where this is from, and it was like a direct plagiarized. Yeah. Like a direct plagiarism. Just there was straight no, up biting other people's work. Right. Which made me sad as well because he does do good work in the sense that people reach out to him and look out to him for comfort and for guidance and for encouragement and inspiration. But on the same token, you you are not my guru <laughs> if yeah. you are doing… So who is our guru, I guess, becomes the deeper question. Yeah, I, don't, I, have, no, I have no clue. You have no clue. Not, Neither do I, man. Like, but speaking of gurus, like… Um, Wondery had this podcast, which I loved. Um, I used to listen to it last year. Very briefly. But I had to actually dig it out. It was called Guru, The Dark Side of Enlightenment. Uh. And it talks about how these things become cults and ways to make so much money. 
Yeah, yeah. From people. And a lot of people get hustled into it. Yeah. Right? Because really, the only time in your life that you're going to go seeking that is when you feel like you're at your lowest. Agreed. Right? And that makes you incredibly vulnerable to be to be a prey. Yeah. Like, I think that, to be honest, not only is that you're incredibly incredibly vulnerable, but it's also that that person who is putting out this content in name or veil of helping you is also seeking affirmation. Like, your, right. your whatever is negative in them is, meet, is matching the negative in you. What's and it's lacking, creating, yes. and it creates those symbiotic relationship where codependent yeah if it's their narcissism or whatever it may be and you're looking for guidance so you're looking to have somebody to put on a pedestal that you believe is going to help right right and so that's they, why they feed I, each other in that way i have refused to put motivational speakers on anything we've done if you None. notice what yeah, we yeah. do because i don't believe that's the practice if you want to help None. people your testimony is your testimony and and that's kind of like maybe Christianity's taught me that it is what it is. Your life is your is your your life is your testimony. If right. I have to tell you I'm a motivational speaker, <laughs> where I don't think that 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 does that the doesn't trick. Work. There's yeah. something I'm missing here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And by the way, to that note, which I don't think a lot of listeners are going to know this, but we do get a lot of emails of people wanting to come on the show. Right. A lot of those would tend to be quote unquote motivational, motivational help or help. business gurus. Yeah. And it would be from like a secretary or a PA or somebody that works for XYZ guru. You guys should have them on your show or they have access to these experts and gurus of enlightenment that we would like to have on your show. And at the beginning, I used to reject them. Now I just ghost these emails. I don't respond because yeah, that's not the kind of… Well, I'm, I'm, unless I'm, unless I'm converted, it's hard yeah. for me, it, me personally, Reem, Reem Hamid, you know what I mean? Like I need to be converted, right? But I also feel like we have that strange responsibility that I cannot perpetuate I don't it. Know it has how to, to stop. You. They, what they do, I don't want, the problem is parts of what they do is good. There are moments when I'm not feeling so hot and I will go to inspirational, motivational, like mindset motivation. Um, like sometimes all I need is an Instagram hit to remind me like, no, I'm really dope actually. Like right. I don't need, I don't need a whole session, like therapy session. Sometimes I just need like a little reminder, which I think is great. But I, but I, I'm so troubled by the practice of this cult-like movement. Yeah. I'm really troubled by that. And I don't believe that it is more good than bad. I believe uh, it's the opposite yeah, right it's now. More bad I think than it's good. more bad yeah, than yeah. good, you know? But that's why I don't subscribe to it. Like, I'm not a fan of it. And, you know, it's, it's, I equate it to those who create YouTube content of them helping somebody in need and make sure the cameras are there to get it. Like, yo, no. That's, no, no. I, that's, it's as bad yeah, <laughs> the way I see it. I've been, you know, I've been guilty like, of, I've been guilty of doing some brand content when we, when Collective was still running. Right. Of like giving money to people. Like the brand came to us and said, hey, we want to give money to somebody in need, blah, 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 blah. I made the video and it was a learning lesson. I was like, never, we're never right. doing that again. And it's interesting. The only time I was not so, conf as conflicted, I, I still felt like, mm, Maybe not, but I wasn't as conflicted. I remember there was a series in Ramadan that I saw a glimpse of. I don't even remember what it's called, but, and I don't even know the host's name, but in the entire show, you never see his face. The entire show is shot behind cameras behind his back. It's a Saudi content piece. I, 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 I know think the, so. it's, it's a guy from he's Saudi. He's always wearing hoodies and hats yeah, and a yeah. backpack. So you never really, you don't, you don't know who this person is. 
And he goes and identifies people around the world and he helps them out. But like, it's just, and he's not, there is no um, credits in this series either. So like as a cast or a host or whatever. I'm like, I like kinda, that. I like it. I don't know how I feel, but like, I liked it in the sense of like, okay, I respect the anonymity because you're not doing this for the pat on the back and hey, well done. Thank you for helping people. Because that's where the issue is for me. It's very problematic. But I yeah. also, I, I feel like it's, there's so, so when you do that, and this is something that I find a lot in Filipino culture. There's a culture of pity that begins. It's, and there's yeah. a word for it. It's called kawawa, which means like pity, to be pitied, right? To feel sorry for yourself or so, for someone else. The next thing is you need charity. And aid and charity is a very political thing. It's right. not just I, the practice of giving someone something for nothing, for out of the kindness of your heart, altruism, should be truly out of the kindness of your heart with right. no one watching. With It's between you and the person and God and the universe, exactly. you know? And I find it very troublesome when we um, publicly use those actions for likes, for follows, for, yeah. for traction. Uh, there, there is an argument to be made that without it, without the likes and the follows and the whatever, people will not know of the situation. People will not know of the... But I believe that creatively, you as a content a creator for the it. past I, I decade, disagree with that. we can do so much. You could so find much. a creative solution that could actually make this work without being that person, right? Yeah. Because like, it's, it's yeah, it's just, there. you can actually create content of, okay, I visited XYZ place. This is what's happening. You know, if you guys could help, that'd be great. Here are some links, right? And where you can go and donate. Yeah. Cool. You've done your part content-wise, but you're going to show me a video of you putting cash in somebody's pocket or you feeding people. I'm like, mm, a bit, yeah, you know? Exploiting like, poverty is a big… Um, I Like, I, that, I have a big issue Same. And like that white savior, let me go to Africa, help little African kids yeah. and take photo ops with them. That is one of the most offensive things to me. <laughs> yeah. I am… That I cannot stand. Yeah. Right? Because all the… Colo the colonialism history, the slavery history, like everything has just been based on that. So when you do it today and put it up online, like that's the same thing. You've done nothing new. And that is not okay in my books whatsoever. Yeah. You know, so that and that's where I equate it. So it's like, it's a very interesting space where it is like people just take advantage of prey. And I, I'm sorry to use the term, but like it's just taking advantage of somebody in a vulnerable state. Well, and so, okay, so let's flip the script. If you're in a vulnerable state, where can people go? Like, where do we go? You know what I mean? Because I know we can't attach to a guru. Or maybe no. we need to. I don't know. Here's the thing. There are, at a first step of, leg of it, I guess, there is free content available today that you can go to. Right? Yeah. What is a Gold Coast or any of these channels that has free content that you could actually go to and you're not committed to a guru or an expert, there is a wide selection of them, right? You can just watch and listen to what they say one after the other. I do agree with the practice of finding an expert in something and talking to them. Yes, right? Or like it's like going to therapy. It's like going to a psychiatrist. You do some people, you get to a point where you do need that help. You're going to have to do that. Whether if you go to your imam, you go to your priest, whatever it is, there's always somebody that you can go to, right? I think that where I'm conflicted is when it requires a subscription fee. That's where I'm like, okay, we got a problem. Ah, uh, okay. Because so it's the exchange of… Yeah, because 
that's where you're taking advantage of somebody who's dealing with a lot. Right. Right. Be it mentally, emotionally, physically. Because when you seek those kind of answers, you don't come from a very happy, everything is going great in my life place. Mm. You're, you, you're seeking from a point of challenge. You might seem like you're doing great on the outside. Right. If it's a, a mental or emotional thing where, you know, you could, you could be on this depression spectrum, whatever it may be. Right. You're not seeking them when you're doing good. You're seeking when you're struggling with something and yeah. you're not able to find the solution within yourself that you need outside help. Yeah, I think I think for me to answer my own question, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the first thing is to have critical thought, right? To look at what is it that is actually troubling you. Like sometimes we misconstrue sadness as depression is another way of saying I'm unhappy with the current state of affairs. But there's one thing you might be unhappy with, not everything you might be unhappy right. with. So really, it's like saying, "Oh, today was a bad day," but really, you just had a bad meeting. Yeah, a day is 24 not- hours, exactly. right? And that meeting might have been an hour and a half, or maybe at 10 minutes of the whatever. Right. But it doesn't define your whole bad day. Agreed. So it is about uh, being having critical thought about truly what is bothering you. Maybe you hate your job. Okay. And that's the reason. And that's the reason you're depressed. You need to extricate that that thing in order to determine… First, you have to determine, have a real like life audit. Yeah. And from there, seek the content of people that seem to be doing whatever it… So, for example, it might be, I don't feel like I have a healthy body. Okay, that's a very specific goal like right. that. But if you don't feel like you have a healthy body, it can take over your whole life. This consuming it, 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 thought, It becomes right? obsessive. But then… To fix the your body, it doesn't there, take 24 hours a day. It's not a therapist either. No. Oh, you need a personal trainer. Or, right? or you can go online and find, do the research, go yeah. on Reddit and Find just, the free content, right? Yeah. A lot of trainers put their videos up on YouTube. Yeah. And yes, there. and here's the thing. With all of these self-help industry, there are those who are giving terrible advice. There are those who are giving great advice. And to your point, you do need critical thinking. Always. Always. And I think that's the… That's always the first step of actually evaluating that and setting the markers somehow, which I, I, I know my, what I'm saying sounds a little vague, but like I'm trying to contextualize it on how to be able to identify these things where like from the get, don't go to one person. Oh, 100%. Like, but I think it is about your information diet because you know how I feel about that. Yeah. Your information diet is direct, directly linked, linked to your mental health. Right. If you are consuming crap online, you might as well be just shoving junk food in your body all day long and then expecting to run a marathon. Like you think all the time. Yeah. So the first thing is like really looking and finding a way to identify somewhere in the universe is the answer that you need. We are making data at speeds we've never had before. So you don't have to make the answer. You just have to find the answer. Every time you unlock your phone, you're… Adding a data point. You're adding a data point, right? So critical thought, right? Like let's 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 use let's use a real life example. I need to heal right now, my body. Like I need to get to a place. I have a goal in mind. And so it's and it's not a goal for today. I want to be able to run as fast as I can when I'm 60 without breaking anything. So here who has done that? It's it's certainly not 25-year-old health and fitness. Girls, no, that's not what no. I'm looking for. I'm looking for longevity. 
So you you have to start looking at people who are doing what you already want to right. do. So for you, a perfect example, OT, is like you sought out people who were post-transplant. Yeah. That were lifting weights, that were so, building yeah. muscle. And I've done and that, that. cut out most of the world. Yeah, it cut out most of the crap online. Yeah. And then you finally were like, okay, this guy's doing what I need to do. Which, by the way, he is apparently is running for mayor right now. He's running Although, for mayor. One of the right. people I interviewed. But yeah, like 2020, a big portion of it, I did spend finding post-transplant athletes at a global scale and just get calling them and going on, emailing them, hey, I'd like to have a chat with you and just interviewing them to understand what they do. Right. But that's critical thought. Yeah. It's not you looking at the person who Instagram is pushing at you the most, no. who's jumping the most, no. who's whatever. It's looking be... and saying, all right, yeah. like I have a specific problem. We and all have specific problems. Right. But my, what I'm trying, what I'm hoping I'm able to articulate clearly to the listeners is like well how do you how do you develop critical thought and this is the point where i'm like i don't know how to walk people through it but like for example when it comes to fitness for me it was never the good looking pt on instagram because you know i i knew she like look at the boxer and then look at the boxer's coach right the coach never is never a fit young good looking kid with a six pack as somebody usual most probably even if they're young, right? They're not the fittest looking, but they're the most knowledgeable. Right. They know how to get you to your prime to be able to compete at a, as a professional boxer. That's their objective as a coach. They're not here to look better than you, right? Or look like you. And that's, that's how I, I see it. But like, you know, how do you develop that critical thought or becomes a question for those that might not necessarily have it. Like, what should they do to be able to identify what's right for them? How, how do you begin to develop critical thought? Yeah. Every question, every time you… First of all, you have to look at yourself and say, what am I truly unhappy about? Not, I want a million dollars. No, I am at a, every month, I'm losing 10,000 dirhams. How do I get to the black? Right. I am 100 kilos overweight. How do I get to 100 kilos less? You need to have specific goals. Mm -hmm. Those are the first… That's the first thing to critical thought. It needs to be measurable. Identify? Okay. So it that's needs the to be point. measurable. So it needs to be measurable. That's if it's it. not measurable, you're going to be shooting in the I want a million dollars. No, right. you don't no. you don't want a million dollars. You need $4,675 every month just to get to where you need to go right now. Yeah. And then you can build that to 10,000 yeah. next year. Or actually what you need is to change your relationship with money or your, psycholo so your psychological relationship to it. Yes, what I'm trying I to say that. is identify to do a self audit and identify clear measurable goals. Kilos, pounds, distance, time, uh, reps, uh, hours. These are things that you can measure. Right. Feelings, I cannot measure these things. They are not relevant in the, in the grand scheme of the world. Right. So that's the first thing. Then the second thing is you open the internet and you look for that thing that you've decided you need. And you look at everyone as though they're trying to screw you over. <laughs> yes. Like you look at every person as though they're trying to pull the dollar out of your pocket. And some of them will be worth it and some of them will not. And the ones that are worth it are backed by science. They are backed by uh, true, like, you will see the results. Or they have such a remarkable situation that this guy happens to have four kidneys and you look at him as well and you see that he has muscle. That's all you need. That's it, right. It's there, right? For someone like me, it's a bit different. You know, I'm looking at women in business who have succeeded and have built, you know, empires. That immediately lowers the field. 
I'm not going to go to a business consultant who never had a business in her life before. Right. No. I'm going to go to women Or someone who, who never built a business from zero. 100%. I'm looking for very specific things. And at the end of the day, I believe we all are. You know? So this is really about the library of the world of information that we have. And have faith that if you have a phone and you're listening to this podcast, you have everything you need to get the information that you have. It's just about sitting down, doing that audit, and then really looking as though everyone's trying to like take something from you. Who benefits from having that information out there? Most of the health and fitness people, they want you to sign up for their program. They want you to sign up for their, you know, especially the on it guys, that whole yeah. on it universe. Very helpful to athletes. Not, Not very for, helpful to, to people starting person. out, exactly. you know, but very heavily marketed to people starting out. Yeah. Oh, and if anything that tells you fast or quick or 30 days or 60 days, no, no. Cut it. Like Cut it. as or, soon as you see that. Or take the theory yeah. and extend it over time. If I do this for a hundred days, will it yeah. be better for me? Right. But uh, losing XYZ in like 21 days, no. this is yeah, yeah, to establish yeah. a habit. And yeah. I don't feel like that's beneficial. I agree. It's the same with investments. It's the same with managing finances. Like yeah. the quick turnaround is attractive. Trust me, we all want shortcuts, but it's not a thing. Yeah. And all of those ads at the bottom make, uh, you know, like make money from home, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Click on those if you want and really look at it and see who is making money. It isn't going to be you. No. Like it isn't going to be you. <laughs> I tell you right now, it's not you. It's yeah. somebody else, you know. So I do feel like that's the way you approach critical thought is like, who benefits from this transaction? Is it me or is it this person? And whoever this person is. If you don't know how who's going to benefit, then you are not that person. <laughs> like, right. it's not you, right? Um, and honestly, I think it's practice. We're not perfect at it. No. But this guru thing damages so many people. But it also helps a lot of people to that point. So if it's your modality, dope. And you can have like a critical thought about being there and you are around supportive people, great. Yeah, definitely. I And I would definitely recommend like checking out Morahma's episode, um, checking out like Forever, uh, checking out Forever Students episode where he spoke to fit to fat to fit. Right. Because he put his body as a, as a fitness trainer, he put his body through a very abusive experiment right. just to prove, you know, weight gain and weight loss and figuring out that science that works for him. Um, we'll link them in the show notes. But I think, yeah, it's critical thought when you approach these issues. And nobody's yeah. your guru. None. Just <laughs> like don't, that's don't. Uh, who was it? The, so um, I'm going to be interviewing Suzanne Canu for um, uh, a series that we're launching soon. Yeah. And in, in her book, one of the key takeaways that I really carry with me is that your happiness is actually not anyone else's but your own. So you cannot put your happiness in the hands of a guru or your boyfriend or your father or whatever. No, it is completely in your hands. And so you have to have the critical thought to figure out what's good for you. And anything else is a disservice. <laughs> no, I think that's perfect. This will, this will where we wrap this one up. Dope. Um, if y'all have any questions, do not reach out to me because I don't know how I could help you with this other than share my opinion. Um, no, I can tell you if a guru is <laughs> whack. You can send me that so, stuff. I'm cool. Feel free to send it to Reem. Uh, slide in her DMs <laughs> yeah. on Auntie Reem or send it to hello at thecanmedia.com and we'll get Reem to respond. Yeah, yeah. I am not available. <laughs> <laughs> uh, peace, love. Stay safe. 
stay woke? Do, do, stay we, do, do we still say woke? What? Is I, that still a no, thing? No, no, TAC, no. TAC is looking at me like I'm the an youth, old fart. The youth so have I, said no. No. So clearly it's not a thing anymore. So do your research. Be smart. That I think smart is still a thing, right? Okay. <laughs> that That's cross-generational. So yeah. Be, <laughs> be smart. Yep. Peace. Thank you for kicking it with us today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this week's episode as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast at to stay up to date with all our conversations. Also, if you don't mind, hit us with the five-star rating, leave a comment, let us know how you feel about the show. That way, it could also help others find the show. And be sure to share with your friends and family, whoever you think can benefit from it. You can holler at us on all social media platforms at The Can Show. We'd love to hear from you. Or you could drop us an email to hello at thecanmedia.com. Salam.